Let's fucking go. It's playoff time. Uh, your host, Ked's here. I'm joined by my co-host, Brownie. Brownie, how's it going, buddy? Good, man. For the uh, My daughter's five, so for the fifth time in her life, she's seen me completely clean-shaven, get a shave right before the playoffs start. Wow. Yeah. Do I do that? I'm just I do it every year. I'm just I even, she even buzzed me. The wife even buzzed me up top. <clears throat> I'm just I'm gonna keep keep the beard going. I'm fucking pumped, dude. Like you have Christmas Christmas Eve as a kid growing up, you're always super stoked. You're like tomorrow's Christmas. Fuck yeah. Like I feel like this is like spring summer's Christmas Eve. Like we got so much playoff hockey about to happen. This is a long week though. The first it's, round is a long 10 days. It is, but fuck, like it's oh, yeah. great hockey every single night. It's yep. it's gonna, and multiple games and like there's a, there's only a couple series where I wouldn't watch it like uh, pretty much every series I like I'm into and we'll get into it a little bit for later one reason or another right there's some t- like I'm gonna get shit for this on the World Hockey Report but I'm rooting for the Kings hard I think it'd be fucking like what a, oh, what a hilarious story, what a story for them right like it'd I don't be fucking how much of, I and mean, we'll talk about this, but how much of a bump does it give them that Dustin Brown, once they made it, he's like, yeah, boys, I'm going to retire at the end of this run. Yeah. And Dowdy's hurt, right? Yeah. Dowdy's got wrist surgery. He's Dowdy, out. Yeah. But there was talk at the beginning of the year where Dowdy's like, or it was either this year or last year, he's like, hey, we need to start winning kind yep. of thing. And look, they made the fucking playoffs. And uh, then like, I think uh, when they won, they were the eighth seed, remember? Yeah. And, and they, they have good pieces coming up too. So, We'll, we'll get into it in a little bit, but um, yeah, so let's actually, let's just fucking hop right in, Mia Culpa. Yeah, Hi, this is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce the Morning Skates Mea Culpas with Cat and Brownie. With Cat and Brownie. Brownie, take it away. <laughs> All right, so when talking about the Hurdle game, like Wordle, but Tomas Hurdle's game, I'm such a donkey. The A stands for Atlantic Division, not Adams Division, old man. I'm like, oh, it's the Adams Division. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, John Tavares, 949 games played. So that's why he didn't qualify. He's okay. he's not there yet. Uh, Tyson Fury, we were right. Well, kind of. The Gypsy King, he calls himself that because his heritage on both sides of his parents is traced back to, quote, Irish travelers who call themselves gypsies which is what Brad Pitt played in the movie Snatch, which I, again, recommend. He is related to legendary bare-knuckle boxers uh, Uriah Button, Burton and uh, Bartley Gorman, who both re- referred to themselves as King of the Gypsies. Also, his father, John, who was an unlicensed bare-knuckle fighter back in the day before turning pro, went by Gypsy John Fury. So That's such, that's such a cool background. Oh, yeah. And he had this whole interview where he talked about, like, where he grew up and the way he grew up. You didn't settle disputes by calling the police. You took your shirts off and you went outside and you boxed. And And I love how they're legendary bare knuckle boxers, but his old man was an unlicensed one. Like was bare knuckles unlicensed and then it becomes you should definitely put Snatch as one of your movies you should watch coming up. You will love it, dude. All right. Fair enough. You might want to put on subtitles for Brad Pitt's character. Um, yeah, this is another one of mine. Larry Robinson was never a pen. He went to the Kings at the end of his career. I was thinking of Larry Murphy, who was on those cup teams in the uh, early 90s. Okay, fair enough. Uh, this is another one of mine. <laughs> Chairman Mao was what we were talking about when you were talking about building walls and having Chairman Mao's picture. I think I called him Chairman Mayo, according to one of my <laughs> friends, which is not the way you pronounce that. And the UFC fighter who uh, drinks out of shoes his name is Tai Tuivasa, and they call it a shoey when he does it. Okay. And it's not always his shoe. People in the audience hand him a shoe. Whatever floats your boat. 
Yeah. Well, and then the last thing is you and I talked about um, the goals and points by defensemen. Mm-hmm. So I have that. Okay. I did my homework. So with Roman Yossi getting 96 points this year. Okay. As a defenseman. That is uh, historic. I mean, honestly, there has not been uh, all-time D-men above 90 points. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I don't know. It's like eighteen or twenty. Okay. Um, are there are there multiples or is it individuals? Oh yeah, like Bob Yore a bunch of times, Paul Coffey a bunch of times, Ray Bork. McGinnis a few, Ray Bork a few. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brian Leach is on there from 91, 92. Fuck yeah. He had one hundred and two. Your boy Dennis Potman's on there. Uh, Roman Yossi is probably midway through because I mean Bob Yore set the all time with one hundred and thirty nine. That's it. That'll never be broken. No, probably not. That was in their cup year, 70-71. Um, so active players who have gone above 70 points. Okay. Uh, Kale McCarr, Victor Hedman, and Adam Fox all have done it this year, above yep. 70. Uh, Brent Burns, Eric Carlson, John Carlson, and Mark Giardano are the only ones active that have got above 70. Jeez, man. That's crazy yeah. to think about it that way. And then for goals, so all-time above 25 goals, the only active player that's ever done that – well, no, I'm sorry. Two active players have done that. Brent Burns has done it once. I mean, twice, sorry. And Kale McCarr has done it once this year. It's a lot of goals. Yeah. Well, the record for there is Paul Coffey with 48. Did you just say 48? Yeah. Jesus Christ. He had 48. Bobby Orr had 46. Those are the top two. 48 goals. Yeah, in 1985-86. Oh, my God. We were just shitting our pants about Crowder getting 50, and you have defensemen fucking back in the day they were putting up 48. So what I did was I looked up uh, – oh, I'm sorry. Also, John Carlson this year has 71 points, too. I forgot him. Okay. Um, Love it. So this year, these are active D above 20 goals to make it like a wider group. Uh, Oliver Ekman Larson, Brent Burns, Roman Yossi, uh, Eric Carlson, Giordano, Wierenski, Hedman, and Morgan Riley. All Those have the only active players that have got above 20 goals. Jeez, man. In a season. So, yeah, it's not an easy thing to do. And like I said, the game has changed quite a bit. What's amazing, though, is all those guys like Bork and Coffey, Leach, or that was with the red line. Yeah. So now the game's supposed to open up, right? Yeah. And there's more teams now. So you would think that the goalies are a little watered down talent-wise. So everything should be trending upwards, but it's not. It's interesting. I mean, you also like I'm sure there's like, analytics that go way into it. You know, I feel like the disparity between the best player and the worst player now is closer than what it was back then. Well, yeah, guys like in, in Orr's day, even probably in, in uh, Coffee's day. Like, I doubt uh, the third liners were anything. They had summer jobs. Yeah. They weren't training year-round, you know, all that stuff. The equipment's yeah. better. They they keep their health. But then another thing, if you look back at it, they weren't playing as many games back then. So everything is trending for this to be more now, but it's not. Yeah. So there you go. Those are good Mia Culpas. Thank you, Mia Culpa. Yeah. Uh, NHL in the news time. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, we're going to start off with your boy. Zidane Chara. 
Uh, is this the last time that we're going to see him? Fans showered him with Char chance in the, the Islanders' last game. He scored in the last minute of a 6-4 to loss. Uh, obviously, all the players lined up to shake hands afterwards. He also put up a 10-picture post on Instagram thanking everyone from the Islanders' owner to the fans. This is it. He ends up with 1,680 games played, 209 goals, 471 assists for 680 points with 2,085 penalty minutes with another 200 games played in the playoffs before going 18, 52, and 70 with 218 PIMS. He won the Cup in 2011, the Norris in 2008, and the Mark Messi Award in 2010. He also ends his career at plus 300, which is uh, pretty good because his first three seasons, dash 8, dash 27, and dash 27. So uh, Just think about that. So that's... 54, 62, 52. minus 62. He'd be o- o- over 350. Can we talk about how fast we just came up with that math? Like it was like that. Like that was pretty good. Buddy, I'm drinking, I'm drinking uh, seltzer water, not alcohol. That's that, was pre- that was pretty fucking good. Try um, to stay hydrated. I think, uh, I mean, what a player, right? Like, I mean, I would hope he signs, if, if this is it for him, he signs a one-day contract with the Bruins to retire as a Bruin, I would think. It's um, what a career for this guy. And what's so cool about Charman is, like, you know how Tom Wilson's big and tough, and like he picks on people because like nobody can really do that. that make him big and tough. Makes well, you know bigger. what I, you know what I mean though. Like he's a tougher guy, and he he does that shit. Well, there's nobody tougher in the league than Zidane O'Chara, I don't think. And I can really, there were only a few times where I had an issue with something Chara did. Like Chara always backed it up, would always fight when needed to. He'd block. I shots. think he played the right way. I really did. Especially, and what's what's special about that is he could have played like Tom Wilson, and he oh, would yeah. he would have been the most feared player probably of all time in NHL. History. He would have been Godzilla in downtown Tokyo. He would have he would have just fucked people up, but he played the right way, dude. Like he would fight if he had to, but he, like he was never really like. There's never a time where I'm like Char is being a fucking cock right now. Only one time I, I can think about, and it, it was with Brendan Smith, uh, when Smitty was on the Red oh, Wings. Yeah, but like, yeah, but if you remember that. that. Riley Smith was on the Bruins, and Chara looked at him like, "Come get your brother," which is funny. Yeah, and I, actually, I, if that Brendan Smith video, if I if I'm remembering correctly, he was holding him back and was like, "You really like a couple of jabs, you, like you really yeah. want to do this, dude?" Which which definitely clowned on him in front of everybody, but, but like Smitty, on, Smitty was asking for started it. Started throwing hammers at that. Yeah, point. and Smitty was fucking asking for it. But that that's like the only time I. I mean, obviously there was that hit with Patchetti and like the weird. That was that. Like, listen, why do you have a why do you have a corner on the boards? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do, do you remember that? That was people were crazy. They we wanted nine one one in Montreal. They, they like they wanted him to be arrested. Yeah, on the ice. You're fucking crazy. But like, I I don't what what's. What's charge reception in Montreal now? Like, I know that happened and everybody hated him, but well, did it Reddy, I think Patch Reddy kind of burned some bridges on his way out of town. So that probably, you know, that probably doesn't make it. Like, do they boo him every time he has the puck? What's that? Do they boo him every time he has the puck? They used to they when used he was to? a Bruin. I think now that he's not playing for the Bruins, that's the longtime rivals. Right. I mean, that takes this thing in a weird way. We were talking about Brendan Smith, made me think of this. So when they were shaking hands with the Lightning, the, the feed cut. I didn't get to see it. But I was waiting to see uh, how he interacted with Pat Maroon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a Pat Maroon guy, right? I mean, his story's good, right? And mm-hmm. the way with his kid and everything. But I fucking can't root for them. Or him, for that matter. Um, but Pat Maroon and Brendan Smith, both, and Matt Martin, I got respect for them based on the way that they stood up to Chara. 
Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like Pat Maroon can fight, but like if he's fighting Wayne Simmons, you're bigger than Wayne Simmons. Right. Wayne Simmons is a, a nail gun. Well, nobody's, and bigger, I respect nobody's it. bigger than Chara, dude. Right. But these guys, and that's why, uh, uh, oh, who the hell was, who's the guy on Montreal? Was it Gianta that used to go at Chara all the time? The smaller guy? Yeah. It was probably Gianta. Yeah. It yeah. was Gianta. Him and, him and Chara used to go at it pretty good, which I always respected the hell out of it. Yeah. You know? Which, but that's what's cool about Char because if Char wanted to, he could put him in the fucking rafters. But yeah, he, yep. but he played the right way, and he played everybody hard. Like he never really like that was also cool. It's funny though when you look back at the uh, like they show like the 2011 Cup run every now and then on the local Nesson feed, and to watch him play then and play now, it's like ah oh, man. Bro, didn't he like break his jaw and didn't miss a playoff game? That or was some shit like that, that was 2019, I believe. With, like he sat on Vancouver. the bench with a broken fucking jaw. He he was sat on the bench with a broken jaw, and then he came out and played with a shield. Insane. I mean, uh, not a shield, a uh, chin cup like thing. Dude, you're so fucked if you're on the Bruins if you're not tough because the moment something happens to you, you can just be like, well, Chara played with a broken jaw and Patrice Bergeron played with the collapsed lung and like you're really going to be out with a hamstring injury. And so, listen, I don't want to go because I, I know people want to stab themselves in the ears with forks when we when I start doing this. But the lineage of defensemen for the Bruins is insane. Yeah, You know, it goes or Bork, Chara, McAvoy. And there's some other guys in there, obviously. But those four, I mean, the lineage is just crazy. Yeah. I mean, you look at the Rangers. Uh, between Richter and Lundqvist, like, you had some weird years with, like, Mike Dunham, uh, Blackburn. Weeksy was supposed to be there. But, I mean, there were a couple years. But essentially, like, Richter, Hank, and now yeah. Igor. I mean, that's well, fucking... you could go. You could do the same thing with defensemen. You could go Brad Park. You could go Leach to Fox. I yeah. mean, you're, you know, there's one gap in there, but still. No, it's and it's and it's fucking cool. Yeah, I don't know. All time player. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's what we have to. Thirty three going to the rafters. At, I'm at gonna the ask you. Definitely happens. I would. I would assume so. Okay. Um. Jacob Voracek has 800th career points. Uh. In the Blue Jackets last game, it was the fourth check to reach that milestone. Yogs, Eliash, and Hayduk. Krejci is seventh with 730. <clears throat> I think if you asked me, I would have been able to get two of the three. You know what? The reason I didn't put it in because I didn't think you'd ever get Hey, hey Duke. That's and we have because we're doing all the playoff stuff. I'm like, you know what? Let's just buzz through this. No, no, you're right. I, I, I never would have thought about. I that. put Krejci in there because there's still a chance he comes back. <laughs> uh, <assistant laughs> equipment Banded rosters. <laughs> Jason Stepinski. Stim- Stepinski, wow. I think so. Yeah, works his 1500th professional game Friday night. Stick taps to him. Love to see yep. it. Uh, Connor McDavid. Uh, Wednesday Art Ross, 44, 79, 123 points in 80 games played. What's crazy about this, nobody really talked about it. It's been 123 points in NHL history. It's been Austin Matthews. It's been Igor Shesterkin. Even uh, Johnny Gaudreau is getting all this pub. And uh, that's fucking crazy. Uh, He becomes the seventh player to win the four-plus Art Ross. Gretzky 10 times, Lemieux and House 6, Esposito, Niagara with 5, and Mikito with 4. Also, this is the most points I'm pretty sure he's ever had his entire career. Yeah, Every year he's getting better. This is insane. Yep. The fucking cheat code. And nobody's fucking talking about it. So if let's say other than our, Edmonton, other than our writer Henry, who who Yeah, right, Henry. Yeah. Let's say, let's say Edmonton. I mean, unlikely that the Kings beat him, but let's say they lose to the Kings, they lose the next round. I don't think it's that unlikely, by the way. All right, let's just say, let's say if they I'm at the point where if Edmonton doesn't make the final, this is a disappointing 
appointment for them, right? Are we at that point? No, I, I, they have to show me a little bit more to even make me think that. Because, like, nowhere in my body do I think the Edmonton Oilers are going to be winning. Well, season. I've been hearing talk that if they don't make a run, is this when they say we need to do something and they move dry sidle? It's it's not hard what they need to do. They need to get a fucking goalie. They need some help on D as well. But a goalie would be a good start. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to the goalies Fuck. when we do the <laughs> stuff. This is interesting. Did Carey Price play his last game in the NHL after Montreal beat Florida ten to two Friday night? Price was asked, and his response was interesting. He admitted that he prepared for the game, possibly being his last in the NHL, and said the whole day was it was just an exceptional day for myself. You know, I had great sleep. It was just an A plus day. Weird shit going on in Montreal, man. They make the cup final, and then Carey Price and Shea Weber might be done for good. That's fucking – Well, it's 200 – something like 294 days from the cup final to not qualifying for the playoffs. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, listen, if Carey Price hangs him up, it's it's got to be the mental wear and tear on him, and he wants to spend time with his family. And who can blame him? The guy's done everything he could. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Um, With 60 goals, Austin Matthews wins his second consecutive Rocket Richard trophy. Actually, he did something this week, which made me think he was kind of cool. Oh, I doubt it, but go ahead. They asked him at the beginning of the year who he thinks was going to lead the league. In oh, the I saw that. It was so stupid. I don't know, man. I thought that was fucking cool. He's like, what's he? I, what's he? I would have had more respect for him if he was like, I say, I probably still would have called him a dick. But if he had you, been like, you yeah, definitely would have. You definitely would have. <laughs> you he's so cocky. He doesn't play a 200 foot game. That's what you'd be saying. Yeah, Austin Matthews can't win with me. Um, NHL Friday, there were a record-setting 104 goals scored, the most for one day in NHL history. Bet the over. Yeah. Uh, more NHL. The NHLPA executive board votes in favor of forming a search committee to begin the search for a new executive director. Donald Fear has been serving in the capacity for more than 10 years. The executive board is made up of Ian Cole, Kyle Poso, Shattenkirk, Falk, Gagne from Detroit, Hyman, and Nate Schmidt. So a couple of things about this. One, uh, Fair came out clean in the whole Kyle Beach thing, but there was yeah. a big investigation. Yeah. And I think that's what started this. He was like, I need, yeah, I don't think he's the rank and file. I don't know how popular he is amongst them. <coughs> I don't think so either. Uh, and then the other thing about player reps for years, right? When the Bruins, when Harry Sinden was the GM and the Jacobs threw around uh, nickels like fucking manhole covers back in the day when they wouldn't spend money. Whoever was the player rep, because I don't know why, but it was always like announced in the paper or something. Mm -hmm. As soon as they were like, oh, so-and-so is the player rep, you're like, oh, he's fucking gone. It was they got rid of every fucking player rep within a year or two of them being publicly the player rep. Really? Happened to Adam Oates, happened to Andy Moog, uh, Joey Juno. Oh, why do you, why do you think that is? Because they didn't want to fucking deal with it. And they were just so tight. They were fucking driving the average salary down. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just an interesting thing. Um. Freddie Anderson and Ranta earned the Williams Jennings Trophy. <coughs> um, they're having pep rallies at the arena before their series start versus Boston. Please. I mean, hey, Mike um, Wood, if you're listening, that's why we don't talk about Carolina because they have fucking pep rallies like my high school used to. It's um, I get it. It's a non-traditional market. <laughs> you need to do whatever to get people in. But if you can't pack the barn at playoffs, then fuck off. Yeah, I uh, I tend to lean more traditionalist than non-traditionalist, so. Um, Johnny Hockey becomes the fourth NHL player since 1991 to have a season with 80 plus even strength points. The last, wow, that's crazy. 
Yeah. Uh, the last three players to achieve that Gretzky with 103, Mario with 96, and Yager in 95. Uh, Again, if you're in company with Gretzky, Lemieux, and Yager for anything, it's pretty good. Contract year, too. Of course, it's contract year. Uh, we have an e bug alert. Um, yep. in a game at Dallas, they called upon Thomas Hodges, uh, to finish out the game and overtime the life insurance salesman in the future. What a hockey guest, perhaps, Thank uh, came in, we'll get him, for, came in for the third period after starter John Gibson left the game after his first upper body injury and backup Anthony, uh, Stolarts left at the second lower body injury originally from England. The former SMU goalie ECHL for the Allen Americans came in wearing a green Dallas, uh, mask leg pads, face three shots, led in a goal before being pulled for an extra tagger. With no nameplate, Rock Niagara 68 said he had to come, overcome a panic attack before going in. Both teams lined up after the game to shake his hand. Uh, I yeah. personally hope they never get rid of the e-bug because I think it's fucking awesome. It's that it's, weird little hockey thing that yeah. I think is great. Um, So I think he said he was blind in one eye, right? Yeah, the left eye. He had, a, he had like a hockey injury when he was a teenager or something. Okay. Um, yeah. Are you really rubbing your eye in sympathy? Is that what you're doing? No, I had an itch. That was just – that was uh, – What's the word I'm looking for? It just know. happened to happen at the same time. Coincidental. Um, but yeah, uh, really fucking cool. Did you story. see the video when they were all shaking hands? He was so excited. Yeah. And he was like skating away from Jamie Ben. And Jamie Ben's like, I waited as the captain to be the last guy to shake your hand, guy. Where are you going? <laughs> no, it, that, that was fucking cool. You like to see shit like that. And it is oh, yeah. another thing that makes hockey special. Yeah, agreed. Um, oh, speaking of making hockey special, there's the next one. Yeah, Malcolm Subban uh, sang the national anthem before Buffalo's last home game against Chicago. I mean, he did pretty good. Like he crushed it, it dude. Yeah, I thought he did good. I thought it was funny because they kept showing the players on the bench and like they were laughing and shit. And it's it's got to be something because like you know the guy in the room and like I don't know how he got involved. Me, I think a lot of them probably didn't know that he did that. Or some of them knew, and they've been on him to be like, like dude, to just do, do it. it, man. Just right, do it. Yeah. Like he's singing in the shower. What was great was um. Oh, what was the guy? There's an old famous clip. Um, Carl Lewis. Okay. Runner. Sprinter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, for yeah. everyone listening and you, look up Carl Lewis National Anthem on YouTube. You can pause the podcast and watch it right now and then come back. It's fucking horrible. Really? And when I saw Malcolm Subban walking out there, I was like, because I recognized him as soon as he came out. Yeah. And I go, oh, no. Because <laughs> they were like the players reacted, and but it was good. I was yeah. glad. No, he but didn't dude, really watch that. Watch that Carl Lewis thing. It's fucking horrific. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Uh, and then Dustin Brown, Ithaca, New York, announces retiring at the end of the Kings playoff run. Uh, he brought a lot of sandpaper into his game, made everyone know that he was on the ice. He was yeah. like a little wrecking ball, dude. Like he would just oh, go yeah. around and like fucking bury people. Um, End his career with two Stanley Cups and the Messi Leadership Award. He was the second U.S.-born captain to win the Cup behind Darian Hatcher and also won a silver medal in 2010 Vancouver and a bronze at the 2004 World Championships. He'll finish up with 1,200 games played, well, 1,296 games played, 325 goals, 387 assists for 712 points, and another 738 uh, penalty minutes. He was number 60 on your top 100 list. Yep. They took the C away from him, didn't they? I think he offered it, didn't he? I don't know. I always get really weirded out if somebody's a captain and they're not a captain anymore. Like the yeah, whole, think, like the whole Thornton Marlowe fucking thing in San Jose. I hated that shit. Yeah, agreed. Uh, but the San Jose one was almost like the Dallas PP whack kind of thing. You know, um, I thought <laughs> Dustin Brown, and I could be a hundred percent wrong here, but my impression of this was that Dustin Brown uh, 
handed it in as his play kind of declined and he became more of a third liner. Maybe. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, Still love yeah. the way he played. Great player. Great player. You definitely yeah. want him on your team for a seven-game series. 100%. Um, all right. <laughs> we're gonna, Man, we're, we're buzzed, gonna... right? We got the playoff preview. We're buzzing. Yeah, we're doing fucking good. We're going to do dump and change, uh, and then I guess we'll talk a little bit about our teams, and then we'll we'll get to playoff preview. But dump and change. Brownie, what's going on? Uh, you remember Boris Becker, tennis legend. He was sentenced to two and a half years in prison for multiple charges of violating the Insolvency Act. Okay. The three-time Wimbledon champ uh, declared bankruptcy. Like Michael Scott, he yelled it from the yelled it from the balcony of his penthouse, and then he was busted transferring hundreds of thousands of pounds, as well as not disclosing property <laughs> in Germany and almost a million dollars worth of shares in a tech firm. If you declare bankruptcy, you have to come clean with everything. Is what yeah. it found it. Uh, sad one here. Uh, RIP to country legend Naomi Judd. Wait, wait, wait. should I have known who Boris Becker was? Oh, he's a tennis player. I mean, he's a pretty big name. It was an older guy. He's like 50 something. When I think of like, all right, most popular tennis players, ready, go. Federer, Nadal, Sampras, Agassi, Andy Roddick. I would have come up with McEnroe first because I liked him. McEnroe because he was a fucking psycho and he likes the Rangers. That's yep. also a good one. I would Those go McEnroe, maybe Sampras. Jimmy Bro, I think, here, here's one for you. I think tennis might the, be the, the Williams sisters. Yeah, dude. Like you think men and women, right? I think tennis is the one where I think the women are more popular than any of the guys. Like I think the Williams sisters are tennis. I think that's in America. Okay. I don't know. Like the women's soccer, America is more popular, but worldwide it's the men. I hate Megan Rapino, dude. But yeah, I get what you're saying. All right. Well, you said women's soccer. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, Mia Hamm. You Mia Hamm. Mia Hamm. Well, Mia Garcia Parra. You probably love her. Uh, oh, that's right. She married Noma. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, I think she stuck with Ham, though. Who is the Hope Solo who's fucked up? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's her? Brandy Chastain. Brandy Chastain. She's the one who took the shirt off, right? Yep. 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 Julie Foudy. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Good place. All right. Um, yeah, next one. Sorry. All right. So RIP to country legend Naomi Judd. Sad news. The Kentucky-born singer of the Grammy-winning duo The Judds, and she's also the mother of her singing partner Winona and actress Ashley Judd. Uh, she died at 76. The Judds were scheduled to be inducted into the Country Hall of Fame today, actually, or tonight, and Sunday. And the family has asked that the ceremony proceed as planned. In a statement, the sisters said that their mother died of, quote, mental illness and hope her passing continues to raise awareness. Uh, she's been very open about her battle with depression her entire life. It's a sad story about when she was a kid. Um, as a duo, they achieved 14 number one hits, as well as five Grammys, nine CMAs, and seven Academy of Country Music Awards. So, rest Legend. in peace. Legend. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. What a fucking, what a pedigree that family has. Yeah, yeah. Holy and shit. I think... I believe I could be wrong. I I think this is correct. I think Ashley Ashley Judd, the actress, I believe Weinstein fucked her in her uh, acting career. Like he made it very hard for her, I believe, because she wouldn't give it up. Yeah, not. Yeah. yeah so. no. The next one I'm pumped about. So the '70s show, right? You've seen the '70s show. Yes. The '70s show's cast is all set to come back to reprise their roles in a new Netflix show called The '90s Show. That '90s shows. Kurtwood Smith, who played Red, and Deborah Joe Rupp who played Kitty are now grandparents that have Topher Grace, Eric and Laura Prepon Donna, their daughter 
is going to come to the summer and get into all hijinks with the high point youth. Ashton Kutcher, Kelso, Mila Kunis, Jackie, and Wilmer Valderrama Fez are also involved in reprising their roles. The only one who isn't is Hyde because he had some like sexual weird shit. He's got three rape counts. Yeah. Charges pending. So yeah. <laughs> um, Pumps but yeah, it was a great show. I thought Dude, that was this show show. was hilarious, man. Yeah, like yeah. I thought Red was like the he was so fucking funny. Yeah. It, it, it'll be cool. I just I'm trying not to get my hopes up too much because like well, I feel like it's Netflix, so they may have a little more ladder uh latitude, you know. They like he may instead of calling him a dumbass, he may throw a fucking dumbass out there every once in a while. What, I wonder what's gonna make it like that like that seventies was clear, like they all have bell bottoms and shit. I wonder what that nineties show is gonna be. Nineties like. will be like uh it'll be like parachute pants and day glow shit and you know it, I, I think it'll it'll be, up time machine. It, <laughs> it'll it'll be, I think it'll be pretty funny, but yeah, it be fun. All right, uh, your, your boys. I uh, fuck man. They won their last game of the year against the Caps. Uh, they dressed everybody except for a cop and Panarin. Keandre Miller was the only Ranger to play all eighty-two games. Nice. I thought that was fucking cool. Uh, I think yeah, super young, elite, elite, elite. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man. I I mean, I'm pumped for playoffs. We'll we'll get into it a little bit. What was weird is Panarin's been out, and it was the um. The last home game of the year, they do give the shirts off your back or whatever, and they yep. all take off their jersey, sign it, whatever. Yeah, Bruins do the same thing. So they had their players do it, and like they record it while it's happening and shit. And then the healthy scratches came out, or the people that were hurt, there was no parent. And Wait, I'm like, they don't do it by like numerical, like one, two, three. Well, yeah, but they do who was in the lineup, and then who oh, was I get in you. the lineup I get afterwards. Yeah, no parent just wasn't there. So everybody's freaking out about this shit. Uh, I remember I was like looking for him, like, what the fuck? Why wouldn't he be there? Maybe they were just like, yeah, dude, take the nine, do whatever the fuck you want to do. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I thought that was crazy, but the, he, he skated today. Uh, the lines look good, man. Um, I just, I can't fucking wait, dude. I can't wait. The last time we'll get into it. We'll, we'll get into it at a later date, but, right. uh, pumped about that. Uh, they gave Georgiev the last start of the year because Ben Waller wanted to stress rest more than, you know, getting shots on you. So uh, we're rolling. We're, we're about to be healthy. A couple updates. Tyler Mott, uh, who said that he might be out for like the foreseeable future. Uh, it was kind of brought up today, maybe at the end of round one. So right. we'll see what happens there. Any Sammy Blay? No, right? Not, dude, I, that would, it would have to be deep into playoffs. And I just, I don't know. If you make it that deep, do you really want to fuck with everything going on? Kind do, of do the Rangers do anything like uh, have like flag weight? You know what I mean? Like before the game to fire up the crowd? Yeah. So actually, friend of the pod, uh, Kira, one of my one of my uh, I've known her for a while. She she loves the morning skate Rangers, all this shit. She's actually one of the people that waves flags. Oh, so what the Bruins do is they'll bring in like they usually will bring in like Bobby Orr will do one. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Yeah, they, I don't think they do anything like that. I know you only do it. I think they only do it as after the first round and they try to like they had David Ortiz do it once, but something like that, like Sa if Sammy Blake could do that, something like that to fire up the crowd in street clothes, that'd be sick. I think it'd be really fucking cool. I, um, we talked about the national anthem earlier with Malcolm Subban. The Rangers did one just trumpets and no, should, no singing, no singing. And they should do that every single fucking time. I was ready to go to fucking war. It was like, the, dude, like revolutionary war. Do the Rangers have a consistent singer? They did. He passed away, though. 
But no, I mean, since then, do they, or they just no, keep rotating? They, they, yeah, they just rotate through. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll get into Rangers, Penguins in a bit, but uh, that's kind of what I have for. Oh, going to game two. That's right. Going to game two. That's, so, that's going to be That would be fucking cool going Thursday. Got a really good deal on tickets. I'm fucking pumped. I, dude, it was actually really cool. So my job, um, my PM was just like, hey, just to let you know, everybody took next Friday off. So like, I'm like, so like what? Like, do I have to take it off? And she's like, no, but like, you, you're not going to be doing anything. I'm like, Wait, oh, did everybody take it off for the, no, they're, they're in Nashville, right? No, well, they're in St. Louis. They, they just all had like shit going on. So oh. everybody on my team isn't working on Friday. So what the fuck am I going to do? And they're like, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, Sit at your desk hung over at your house. <laughs> well, well, I'm going to fucking go to the Rangers and then I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. But it, I'm, dude, I am so fucking pumped. They haven't played there in a while. Last time, I, I've only been to one playoff game with the Rangers. They played the Penguins. Coincidentally, oh. I, I went with my old man. Uh, Rick Nash scored. Was Our, that the last time you've been at Madison Square Garden? Um, No, 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 no. Last time I went to Madison Square Garden, I think – might have been Zuccarello's tribute. And then I had games. Uh, I had tickets to the last game of the year. Rangers Blackhawks was supposed to be Hank's last game. And then COVID happened. So those, yeah. Uh, yeah. I have never been to Madison Square Garden. It's the real garden, man. I think oh, I'd always, the Mecca, I always want to go. It's the Mecca. I got to see uh, Joe Lewis before it got shut down. Really? Yep. That's fucking cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. pumped, but it was still fun. To go. I'm so fucking excited, dude. <laughs> it's going to be cool. Boy, what do you got for the bees, man? So the Bruins, uh, they beat Buffalo 5 nothing before going up to uh, Toronto with a JV squad and losing, which was good because it would have screwed up all the all the matchups if they had won that game. Uh, Coyle was the only Bruin to play in all 82. He skated Thursday, and I'm guessing he wanted to because they gave a lot of guys off, and I think he wanted that 82. Pride of Weymouth, Mass, South Shore King, Charlie Coyle. So a lot happened Thursday. Uh, Wait, well, really quick, you said the JV squad. This made me think of something. One of my buddies bet, uh, bet the Rangers the second to last game of the year. They got fucking. They didn't win. Yeah. When you're betting like the last couple games of the year, make sure you know who's in the lineup of those games. Oh yeah, obviously. Well, what happened was, and I thought this was weird because I was talking. I was either talking to you or Hal about the bees and like if they were going to rest guys. And I think it might have been you on last week's episode where you were like. Yeah, I hope the last game they like go full tilt. And I remember when you said that, I was like, "Fuck!" Like, I wonder what the Rangers are going to do because they rested everybody. But then well, I wanted them to go back full except tilt. for Panarin or Cop. So the only reason I wanted them to go full tilt is I wanted them to play Carolina the first round. And then once it worked out that they had that win over Buffalo, if they won in Toronto, you wanted Carolina first round. Yeah. Over who was the alternative? It was. It could have been Toronto first round. Why wouldn't you want Toronto first round? Because I want Toronto and Tampa Bay to beat the shit out of each other for seven games. And I want the Bruins to if go so. right through Carolina without Freddie Anderson. I have a plan. All right, keep going. Keep going. Uh, anyway, so a lot, a lot happened in that Buffalo game. Uh, Cassidy, <coughs> he set an NHL coaching record for the most consecutive 6.650 or more winning percentage to start a tenure with a team. He's done it for six years straight. Uh, Boost Boudreau and Mike Babcock, Mike Babcock with Washington, Detroit, did it four years. Uh, that was the record before. Where, where was he before? Was he? Anywhere? Yeah, he was down in Providence. He was assistant and he also was the head coach of Washington at one point. OK, uh, right. Was it Washington? Yeah, because uh, what's the guy? Uh, Trot? Bag, uh, Trot? 
No, what's his name? It's like Bagatelli or something like that. I have no idea what you're talking about. Is it former NHLer? Killed Cassidy. Bagato. No, what's his name? Oh, no, I'll come back to it. <laughs> uh, anyway, and the Bruins against Buffalo. Listen, Buffalo's good for some stuff. They got their power play going. They had two power play goals. So we'll take that. Linus also got his first shutout as a Bruin, and he was 9-1 in his last 10 games. Pasta got his 40th goal of the year. Jeremy Swayman was named the seventh player of the year, even though Eric Holler was robbed. It will always be my personal seventh player award winner. And lastly, Bergeron, with his eighth career hat trick, he pots his 400th career goal, putting him fourth all-time on the Bruins. And now two goals behind Middleton, 59 behind Bork for second, and he's only uh, short 145 goals behind Johnny Busick for the first all-time. That's fucking crazy. Bates Battaglia. That's his name. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. okay. killed Cassidy as a coach. I know. Adam exactly. in Washington. Got it. Got it. Got it. So there you go. So, yeah, that's it for the Bruins. The Bruins are playing Carolina. This is the matchup I wanted. We'll get into it later. Uh, they are clicking. Everybody's healthy. And, uh, well, I'll get into it in my heroes and zeros. But, yeah, I- I'm I'm feeling good. All right. Well, there we go. There um, go. Beer League, you have anything for Beer League? Uh, no, we have, we have ice. Uh the guy, everyone's like, oh, we should get ice before Toronto. Oh, we should do this. Oh, we should do that. No one was doing anything. So I called the rink that is a less than a mile from my house, and that's where we're skating at 840s on Thursdays. That's fucking cool. I could walk there with my hockey bag, and it would probably take me a half hour. That's fucking sick. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I haven't played because my back, but shout out to the EC Mayhem group. They went to Lake Placid. These are the guys that I skate with during the week. <clears throat> and uh, they went to like class on team. They ended up winning whatever uh, division they were in. So shout out to oh, those congrats. guys. That's fucking pretty cool. Um, co-ed softball starts this week, man. Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Uh, <laughs> pumped about it. So we had a guy. Listen, you're. I think you'll appreciate this. We had a guy on our team drop out, so we needed to add like another dude. So we know this one kid who was an absolute stud baseball player in college. So we we're going to ask him to play. And uh, I play short and this kid played short. Like he's definitely a better short. Like he played college baseball. Like he, he's better, but like, dude, I go to college softball to play shortstop. I don't really like hitting's cool, but like, I just fucking, I love fucking gunning somebody out safety. off. So anyway, so my buddy, he's like, Hey, listen, like I'm going to ask this kid, but like, if he plays, like we might have to put, like, he should probably play short. He's like, you put the best players at the best positions. And do you know what my response to that was? What? The Yankees put a rod at third. You like that? So, so you're Jeter. In this <laughs> you, I thought that was a fucking. I laughed out loud at that response. I tapped myself on the back there, but uh, that'll be good. Um, fuck. I just. I'm. And only you can to- compare yourself to Derek Jeter on a hockey podcast. <laughs> um, I dude, I'm I'm pumped because the weather's nicer, so I'm gonna start rollerblading a little bit more. It's back. I love doing that shit. Uh, it's a bit, dude. It's. I'm just pumped. I'm so fucking ready for this shit. So. Uh, playoff preview time. Let's go. Jump. We're going to do, let's, let's start off with the Western conference. Um, Colorado, Nashville. So this is a series. Everybody knows Colorado. They have their studs. Uh, <coughs> McKinnon, Lana Scott, Ranson, fucking McCarr. List goes on and on. Kadri. And then Nashville, who is a team that I don't know how many people picked to make the playoffs this year. Uh, I lived in Nashville. You guys know that. Um, and I appreciated the way their team played because 
they weren't filled with studs, but they they wore you down. It's still like, Roman Yossi, though. They, they uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking offensively. Like they had oh, yeah, Shane yeah. Johansson, but like there wasn't. And Tanner Janot had a fucking great rookie year. That kid. Forsberg had a great year. I think Tanner Janot is like the the new younger Tom Wilson. Like he, he except for like cooler because he backs it up. But um, they're a team that's fucking annoying and. Everybody loves the abs, and I get why they love the abs. They're hammered with power. But there's been so many times in history where you have, like, the sick team, and they play the – Are you talking yourself into an upset here? I'm not talking myself into the uh, to an upset. I'm definitely taking Colorado. I'm just saying if Nashville makes it a series, one, I wouldn't be surprised, and two, I'd be a little bit worried if I was Colorado. I mean, but at the same time, like, the goaltending situation, the big save, Dave, I don't know if UC Soros is hurt or not. But yeah, so I mean, that definitely comes into play. But I just, I think, I mean, I I think the abs are going to win, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Preds made it harder than what people thought it would be. So, what do you got? Colorado, what? I have, I took a picture of the bracket that we filled out today. Give me two seconds. I have Colorado in seven. All right. So, I have Colorado in five for a lot of the same reasons. Um, What could work in Nashville's favor is the fact that I feel Colorado is a joyless team. I have no evidence to this. This is just my gut. I feel like they're super serious all the time. And I think it starts with the McKinnon thing. Yeah, it starts with Nate. Which, by the way, I started watching Trailer Park Boys again, and he's in an episode of Trailer Park Boys. I thought it was hilarious. And it was funny because Ricky was like making these kids grow weed. And then he showed up and he's like, kids shouldn't be doing weed. And it it played right into like him, like, you know, weirdo about eating food. Like it was, I thought it was funny. So I just don't, I mean, there's, there's the volatile situation of, uh, does Kyrie do something stupid, which is always when the pressure's on, right? Bro. If he does something stupid, it's confirmed. Like it's already kind of confirmed, but can you imagine if he goes out and gets suspended again? I wouldn't be. I, would you be surprised? No, and like a lot of it's fucking stupid. But at the same time, I fucking love the way that guy plays, man. Like I wish he was a. New if you could take that part out of his game, he'd be awesome. I uh, yeah, but even and obviously you don't want, you know, suspensions and this and that and shit. But like, dude, you you can't say he's not fucking involved. <laughs> like, no, no, you know what I mean. Like, and I almost would rather have somebody fucking who's involved than like somebody who just goes ghost mode. Mm. I think, well, I think the guy who's going to, I think the the big, I mean, I know everyone knows him already, but I think the big national coming out party is going to be Kale McCarr in this yeah. this playoff run. So so we both have Colorado. I got him in five. You got him in seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Minnesota, St. Louis. This one was a really hard one for me. Uh, Kirill the Thrill, Matt Zuccarello, Ryan Hartman, Felino, Greenway, uh, Deloria, did you see this video that came out with Deloria? I don't know what was it. They they tweeted it was like behind like the wild, kind of like behind the bees, but it was with Deloria, and it was pretty much him going up to everybody on the Blues, being like, "You want to fucking go?" And nobody would go. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. And <laughs> it, like they're like, "Yeah, I don't." And as they're interviewing the Wild, they're like, "Yeah, nobody really wants to fight Deloria," and he's like, "Yeah, you should ask them." That guy, bro, he's like Bane, like he's like a yeah. real life Bane. Well, um, all the guys you mentioned, you didn't even mention Dumba. Dumba, 
<coughs> they got goaltending. They have good. They have good be, I'm gonna tell you right now, Dumba might be one of the most underrated defensemen in the league. I give you that, dude. He plays fucking hard. He plays a hard game. He, and he's just, good, and he can skate. Yeah. Oh man! But at the same time, man, St. Louis Blues aren't a fucking joke, dude. Like they no, really are. They have a like we talked about this a few weeks ago when they came into the Bruins and their possession, the way they play. It's almost like the old Russian style for Detroit. On uh, their power plays, lights out. But if Minnesota, which is a disciplined team, stays out of the box, the power play doesn't matter. And I still think, I think, Minnesota, uh, sorry, I think St. Louis, if you if you look at both teams, defense and goalies, Minnesota's clearly better in my mind. I have a question for you. Can you pick a team to move on, but fucking really, really root for the other team? Like, is that allowed or is that like kind yeah, of? You, yeah, I mean, if you. Because if you want, I have St. Louis. You want, buddy. I have St. Louis in six. Yeah, but there would be nothing what that would make me happier if the Minnesota Wild went on a fucking run. Like I, I think that would be so fucking cool. But like, I mean, they've won a cup before. They know what it takes. I hate them, but Ryan O'Reilly, everybody loves them. I honestly think I think the X factor in this. I know he fucking washes balls every week. The X factor in this for Minnesota is Billy Guerin. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. He comes down wearing his fucking ring like the first game in the locker room to wish him luck, and he walks around in front of all of them and fucking pans the ring. They're going to want to run through the fucking Zamboni. Yeah. They're a fun team, dude. I I put I took the Blues in six, but fuck, man. I'm telling you what. The Wild's my West Coast team. <laughs> all right. Well, I have Minnesota in seven. There okay. you go. Hard-fought series. Edmonton, yeah, L.A. Edmonton, L.A. Um. Okay, McDavid, Drysdale. We mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Vander Kane, who I think I couldn't have been more incorrect on in terms Same. of his what he's provided for Edmonton. Um, let me give you a scenario. Darnell Nurse is a tough one. He's one tough motherfucker. Darnell Nurse uh, skated today, but he's. I don't think he's going to be going game one. I saw him. Oh. They saw him skate today. I can see him get in though. And then with LA. Nobody really talks about him. I would consider him one of the most underrated players in the league is Alex Ayafalo. Like, yeah. nobody ever really ever talks about that. They still have Kopitar. Kopitar, Dustin Brown's last dance. So let me ask you this. Could you imagine the scenario? First game, Edmonton's up by two goals. Okay. Dustin Brown just buries McDavid. And then beats the wheels off of whoever comes to his aid. I love how like you're making movies with with your picks. Like I, I like <laughs> that. I, I like it a lot. I just couldn't you see that happening though. Well, when we talked earlier, like <clears throat> I'll watch Colorado Nashville because I think that's going to be a chippy series. That's the way Nashville kind of plays. Yeah. I'll definitely watch Minnesota St. Louis just because yeah. Zook and like Kirill and be fun to watch. The Edmonton LA series is the series that for one of them for me that doesn't really move the needle. Out of the Western Conference first round, this is the series I'll play the least attention to. Edmonton. Agree, <laughs> agree. But if if the Kings end up coming out on top, oh, if it's two two after if it's two two after four games, I'm dialing in. I um, I took Edmonton in seven. Oh really? I took Edmonton in five. <laughs> yeah, I uh, dude, Mike Smith, man, like. Well, that's why I said I said the gentleman sweep. I said um. I said Mike Smith turns into a pumpkin for at least a game. I think it'll happen. Yeah. And our last one, Calgary and Dallas. Um, the Flames are no joke. They're they're 
Johnny Gaudreau, Matthew Chalk. Now they got a fucking sick goalie. Young defense. They can roll all their fucking lines. Coaching. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, and then Dallas, and I think you nailed it. They're just happy to be here. I didn't well, that's what I said in my blog. This is mostly copy and pasted from my blog the other day. I was like, listen, Calgary's on a mission and Dallas is just happy to be here. So while Dallas is like smelling the flowers, Calgary's taking their skate off to slice their jugular. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have Calgary in five. I got Calgary in four. Sorry, Fink. Um, Eastern Conference time. Let's fucking go. Washington, Florida. Um, Washington, I obviously have the cup pedigree. Uh, Ovechkin, Wilson's always a fucking dick to play against in the playoffs. Backstrom still fucking with the puck round. John Carlson, one of the best defensemen in the, in the whole fucking league. Florida. I'm pretty – didn't they just break a record for the most goals scored in a regular season? Yep. Deep. My X factor for Florida, can you guess who it is? Claude Giroux? Nope. What, the goalie, Bobrovsky? Nope, I'll give you one more. This guy performs in the playoffs. Actually, I have two. I have two. Fucking Sam Bennett. Oh, I love Sam Bennett. Former Flame. Fucking hell of a player. And you know what? He just beat the bag out of the other night, too. Sergeyev, I think. Was it? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And then um, I fucking hate this guy, but if he was on my team, I'd love him. Patrick Hornquist sucks to play against the fucking playoffs. He does. He he re, he really does. Florida's designed it for a run, I think. Yeah, and as everybody talks about the the fourth line of Washington with uh, was it Nick Dowd, uh, Garnet Hathaway, you know, Florida's got that too with Achari and those guys. So, I I personally I said this uh, I said uh, Florida in six, but it could be five if Ovechkin's injured. I took. Well, I also took Florida in six. There you go. Um, so, is there a dude, chance? You also yeah. got, you have guys like TJ Oshi who, who is and, yeah, and true, been there. and they know what it takes. TJ Oshie's a fucking brick shit house too. He's I awesome. love the way he plays, dude. Like, I wish he just was crazy, on Washington. What's crazy is like he's. I feel like he like. He's not like a huge, huge hockey dude. Like he never watched hockey growing up. He played yeah, all these man. different sports and shit. Like it's kind of crazy to see somebody that fucking good. And like he, if TJ up- was on the Bruins, I'd probably have his jersey. Definitely love the way he plays, man. So let me ask you this: Is there a chance that Tom Wilson is running around like a jackass and Jumbo steps up? Boy, I fucking hope not. Why? Jumbo can throw, but fuck, man, I I don't want to see Tom Wilson beat up Joe Thorne. Well, that's that's an interesting thought though, because Jumbo can throw, and he's also he's like, well, I'm gonna fucking fire <laughs> up the boys somehow. Bro, one of my favorite things is when he fought Kadri off the off the fucking yeah. face off. Yeah. So there you uh, go. <clears throat> that's what we have there. Moving on. Toronto, Tampa. Um, this was the easiest pick for me, which means I'm probably gonna be wrong on it. I have Tampa and five. Okay. Um, they lost their third line, which sucks. But they're what are you so kidding it. What do you mean it sucks? You got Barkley Goodrow on the Rangers now. No, if I'm a Tampa fan. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. sorry. Like, that sucks if you lost your whole third line. But, dude, they know what to do. They have one of the best goalies in the league. I'm going to say I think Igor's best goalie in the league, but somebody has to take that. Somebody has to win a cup. Somebody has to earn that for that. Do you know what I mean? But (sighs) 
Then on the other side, 60 goal scored for Austin Matthews, John Tavares, Mitch Marner. Uh, Goaltending is always kind of an issue. Don't um, forget Tampa Bay added Corey Perry too this year. He's won before, right? Uh, but I mean, he's he's, no, he, this he's, is the, he's the guy you need to win too. Exactly. That kind of guy. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Toronto's got Simmons. Tampa in five. So I picked Tampa Bay in seven, but as I said in my blog, Bro. I'm rooting for a meteor to hit this fucking ring because I hate these teams so much, both of them. Tampa beats Toronto in four. Is Dubas fired? Oh. Are they? How much longer can they keep adding guys? They have to be up against the cap. They have to – something's going to have to give this year. There's nothing better than a fucking whiny – oh, I almost said something that I would have got in trouble. There's nothing worse than a whiny uh, Toronto fan either. I just think that like – Or nothing better, I guess. I think if you're Toronto, you have all that top-end talent, you look at it. But I just don't think their depth is designed to do what the depth is supposed to do. And then playoffs the are different on the identity of their leader. Yeah. And, and what you want about Stamkos, he showed himself, showed something to me. I mean, like scored that goal with like the fucking leg thing. No, I, not only that, what I'm talking about is that game, that series against Boston, when he got his fucking face ripped off yeah. and he came back out and played yeah. Toronto. Who's the leader? Tavares. I, I mean, Matthews Marner, Matthews giggling when Shea Weber right. takes him down behind the net. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Carolina, Boston. Take it away, Brownie. I I think Bruins. I think Bruins in six. No Freddie Anderson, so the Bruins will have to face either the ghost of Antti Ranta and a rookie netminder. And like I said, as long as Piot Piotre Kachevev doesn't turn into Ken Dryden Part Two, we're good to go. You know, Carolina's deep. They're relentless. They play well. And they're strong on the puck. They fight every board battle. But I think the Bruins are clicking. And if the power plays back and Carolina starts running around, which they have a tendency to do, I, I honestly, this was the matchup I wanted. I took the Hurricanes in six. And not chirping, not chirping the – like, I don't want you to think I'm coming at it where it's because you're a Bruins fan. No, I'm that's not like that to me. I, you picked I'm, me up, I'm doing this because I think Carolina is, like, the one team that I would not want to play. Like, yeah, it's just impressions. Everybody has a different. They, I mean, I'm sure get dude, they come in fucking waves. Yeah, over and over and over again. Goaltending, yeah, but fuck, I'll tell you what. Like you and Hal might be the two biggest guys rooting for the Bruins, but I'm probably number three because if the Rangers beat the Penguins, I want nothing to do with the Hurricanes. <laughs> I I uh, I just think that this matchup even though historically this year wasn't great for the Bruins, it's not Freddie Anderson. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and what's funny is uh, they won the Jennings trophy too. Well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll fucking see, man. I, um, I, I mean, I really, it, it, what, what are your first two lines right now? Did they, they broke up the perfection line, right? In the first lines, Marshawn, Bergeron and uh, DeBrusque. And then it's, Paula with Hall and uh, Pasenak. And then you got Coyle, Smith, and Freddie. The, the fourth lines, Felino, Curtis Lazar, and uh, Houseboy, Tomas Nosek. What would you do if opening draw, they line up Pasta, Marchand, and Bergeron? Would you be like, oh, fuck, let's go? No, no. I, I personally like it balanced the way it is. They've been playing well. I think Eric Hall and Taylor Hall have been playing great. And listen, DeBrusque is long. If he's not going to skate now, he's never going to fucking skate. 
right? So, and he he even scored again the other night. So let's keep going. Get a JD tattoo. They win the cup. Well, now it is time for the Rangers and uh, Penguins. So I have some stats for you. The Rangers were three and one against Pittsburgh this year. Um, Just a couple things that I just kind of wanted to bring up. Give me a second. They won 52 games this season, tied for second most in team history. Uh, let's see here. What else do we got? Give me, give me, give me a quick second. So Chris Kreider, 52 goals this year. Uh, I mean, just an absolute stud. Shesterkin led the NHL 2.07 goals against in a 935 save percentage, went 36, 13, and four with six shutouts and 53 games played. Uh, just keeping it going. The Rangers finished fourth in the NHL power play, 25.2%. That will be huge for them. Like if the power play clicks, they need that to happen. They were second in the NHL this season with 27 comeback wins. The Florida Panthers had 29. Uh, four players with at least 70 points. You had Panarin, Zibanejad, Kreider, and Fox. Andrew Cobb, since he's gone to the Rangers, 18 points in 16 games. That's eight goals and 10 assists. And it's just... The last time the Rangers played the Penguins, I forget who the fuck it was. I don't forget who it was. I just don't know who he is. Just some fucking scrub on the Penguins was running around, tackled Kreider. Kreider was bleeding. The teams separated. Igor waves by to the Penguins. It was kind of wild how it shaped up to be the way it is. Oh, you mean the last regular season game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. So I love that shit because that means game one's going to – like sometimes game one it's like a big feeling out process if like a team hasn't played another team in a long time kind of thing. They didn't play that long ago. You know it's in the back of their mind. The Rangers are healthy. Right now, the fourth line, it's Rooney, uh, Revo, Revo, Hunt. Who the fuck? And there's one other. Maybe – oh, it's Barkley Goudreau on the fourth line. I think they're – I thought Barkley Goudreau was the third line. He is the anchor and heart and soul of the third. (laughs) They got Lafreniere, Capo, and uh, Hedl on the third line. Oh, interesting. And then the second line they have – Oh, then sitting Revo, right? Yeah, so – I don't know what you do because the last game that they played, this motherfucker was running around like he was the toughest guy ever. Was Revo playing that game? No, I, I don't remember. Yep. So, looking at it. I think you got to have Barkley Gaudreau in there. just for Oh, definitely. It, it's it's between Hunt and uh, Reeves. Reeves, yep. So, it depends on what you want to do. If you're the Rangers, you don't dress Reeves, and this guy comes running around. The Penguins say dress the first game. But then the Bruins did that with uh, Thornton and Sagan in the in the cup run. Or you just didn't play for or, a couple. Or you just set the fucking tone. You put him in the line. You tell go fucking kill anything that gets in your yeah. fucking line. Put him out there the opening face off. So we'll see. I'm fucking pumped, man. Again, I'm going to game two. It's <laughs> going to be unbelievable. In my mind, if I'm a Penguins fan, goaltending injuries right now for the Pittsburgh Penguins. On top of that, I mean, you have <clears throat> Sidney Crosby, who you can never bet against. He's just he's, he's, he said the kid is Evgeny Malkin going to show up. That's another thing, because some nights he's the most electric motherfucker on the ice, and then the other nights, where the fuck did he go? <clears throat> and to me, that is why it's so important that you have Truba and Keandre Miller playing fucking top notch defense. You have Fox and Lindgren, kind of like your first kind of pair. But when it comes to shutting people down, Keandre Miller gets burned every once in a while. But with such a long stick and like being able to fucking wheel and deal, dude, that's a guy you want there. Braden Schneider's going to be with Nemeth. It's uh, it's shaping up to be a pretty good fucking series. But having said all that, let me just see what I put in here. I want to say I said Rangers in five. Yep. 
All right. Well, I appreciate all your stats from before. None of it matters in the playoffs. No, it doesn't. I was just breaking down what was going on. No, no I got you. Listen, buddy, I'm not criticizing you. I'm just, I'm just pointing out my point of view. Uh, I feel like much like the Minnesota St. Louis series, this one's going to be a rock fight. I think these are going to be two to one, three to, you know, four to three, one, nothing games all the way through. I think you have. Oh the, God, I hope not. <laughs> oh, these are going to be, dude. These are going to be heart attack games for you. Uh, they have the should be the Vezina champ, right? The Vezina winner and Shesterkin in net for the Rangers. Jari is now day to day, but Casey DeSmith. I know the ghost of Casey DeSmith has looked good the last week and a half playing. You can't count out Sid. You can't count out Gino. They still got Latang back there, quarterback on the power play. They that kid. Uh, what's his name? Gunsel, Jake Gunsel is just always oh, the puck always oh, fucking finds that kid in every scrum. Rangers got to stay out of the box. Rangers got have to stay out of the box. Oh, it's for sure. Point. But the the I even wrote, I wrote this in the blog. The the Rangers, I mean the uh, Pens are one Truba hit away from this being over in like four games. Yeah. Right. If he and, and you know and all year, man, I you just said it doesn't matter because it's regular season. But all year when the Rangers didn't have it. It was almost like the next fucking shift. Truba yep. went out and fucked. Yeah, we forward. talked about that. I think the Rangers are going to prevail, but I think it's going to take them seven. And that could be wishful thinking, you know, because I want every team, every series in the East yeah. to go seven except for the Bruins. So, and well, plus, you get greedy. I want everything to go to seven just because I love <laughs> playoff hockey. So, I got the Rangers in seven. Rangers in seven. All right. Today's the playoff preview. Playoff preview. Dom Moore's Heroes and Zeros. Hey fans, this is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here. Uh, my Hero of the Week goes to Shane Harper. Uh, he played on my beer league team. He uh, played a couple games with the Florida Panthers. Uh, he ended up playing for the Adirondack Thunder. Oh, so you had a you got a you had a wait you had a guy who played for the Florida Panthers on your beer league team for, Jeez, for, for, like, guys, for, for a game. He played. For I wonder why you guys won so easily and often. He Continue. was he was there for a game, but he's a fuck. He's a fucking absolute beauty. He went. I'm sure he is. He went overseas. <laughs> he was like one of our first like original interviews that we did. Um, he just got called up to the Utica uh, Utica Comets. Nice. So. Uh, I think he ended up going out to Rochester. I texted him, wished him good luck. It's like, let's fucking go. So uh, good for him getting called up. I love seeing that. Z- zero of the week. Do I have a fucking zero of the week? Um, Let me think about it. What do, what do you got for a hero? So I have two heroes. Um, My first hero is the mayor of Walpole, Chris Wagner. He <coughs> got demoted after training camp down to AHL Providence. He went down there for the entire season. Did not fucking bitch. Everyone asked him. They were trying. The media was trying to get him to bitch, and he didn't. Didn't ask to be traded. Didn't ask to be released. He cleared waivers. And he went down there and just played, and he's like, my job is to help these guys get ready for the next level. He got called up in game 82 versus Toronto, and he's on the expanded playoff roster. He's an ace. Yeah. yeah. Good (laughs) Good for him. So that's one. He played the last game of the year? Yeah, they brought him up for game 82. Do you think – how many games do you need to get your name on the cup? Uh, I think you're supposed to remember we talked to Bo Bennett. You're supposed to play for 41, half the half of them. Mm-hmm. But when Bo Bennett told us, remember Pascal Dupuis had the blood clots, right. he only played nine games. The players can vote. So <laughs> right. Uh the no. other my other hero is also a, a Bruin, uh, well, Bruin organization. Donnie Del Negro is retiring at the season end as head athletic trainer for the team. Uh he's been with the Bruins for the last 29 years. 
big golf guy. So the players got him a customized golf cart with Bruins colors and logos. And they presented it to him before the last home game. Uh, after the game, after the handshakes, all the players lined up to give him the hugs. And then Bergeron brought him out on the ice like with him protesting so the fans could all applaud him. Then all the players got around him and took a picture like he was the Stanley Cup. And then when he came off the ice, all the players stood by the benches holding their sticks up like at a wedding, and he walked under laughing and crying the whole way. But That's just cool. stick taps, 29 years as the head athletic trainer, Donnie Del Negro. Enjoy That's your retirement. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, I actually have another hero. Go ahead. Uh, 11 years to the day. We took out Osama bin Laden. Was that SEAL Team 1? <laughs> I, it was May 1st, 2011. The reason why I know that is Facebook gives me, like, memory updates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On May 1st, 2011, my Facebook status was, take a seat, bin Laden, you pussy. So, <laughs> 11, 11 years ago to the day. Uh, right. USA, baby. USA. Okay, three stars. I'm not entirely prepared for three stars, so I'm going to listen to yours and then I'm going to react off. Just like every week. <laughs> All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. All right, so it makes sense. You, you texted me earlier. And this is all because of the playoffs. Yes. Yeah. Since the NHL does a best of seven series, what else in life should be a best of seven situation? Well, not best of seven, just a best of. Oh, best of situation. Okay. So, yeah. Give me so. Do you have any honorable mentions, or you just have like stars? Um. All right. Here's an honorable mention because I was kind of going back and forth with this. If you get your drive when you go for your driver's license okay. at 16 years old, yeah, you should have to complete it more than once because there's so many shitty drivers out there. It should be a best of three. You okay. got to pass twice. Okay. All right. Give me your third star. My number third star is standardized testing. SATs, the LSATs, all that kind of shit. Even though it's culturally, bi culturally, bi culturally biased and inherent racist, these tests. But I feel like the SAT, the LSAT, whatever other tests, you should, it should be a best of three. Okay. Got to pass it twice. Take your two scores, average them together. There you go. Boy, I'm struggling with this one. You told me when I texted you that it was a great idea. No, I, I think it is a great idea. I just I I'm I'm having trouble fucking coming up with anything. I think it's a great idea. I'm just trying to think of like the shit that I've done where it's like, well, I wish I could maybe like a job interview, but like you normally like everything. What would what what whatever what's something that you've done that's been a one and done, and you were like, man, if I just had another shot at that. <laughs> you don't want to be an answer at that. Question. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck, man. Give me your second star. I'm just gonna start thinking while you're while All you're right. doing this. So my second star, this is a two, a twofer, uh, Super Bowl and title fights like UFC or boxing should be a best of three. Okay. How great would it be at the Super Bowl? You played it. was You had three weeks lined up, three Sundays in a row at the end, and it was a best of three. I think that'd be fantastic. That would be really fucking cool. And UFC boxing as well should be a best of three. Maybe. Okay. My third star, maybe hockey fight. Ooh, oh, like a part in the game. Like, oh, we did one till we gotta go. We gotta go. Imagine, imagine like three periods, and then at the end of each period, there's a fight. Yeah. And then whoever, and then whoever wins that best of three gets a goal added onto their team. <laughs> that 
That would be great, actually. That could be cool. That could be cool. Uh, my number two star. All right. Now you're cooking. Riding a bull, dude. Ooh, yeah. Best of three. Right? Best of three. Because that's... Or even... That one, you might want to even do a best of five. Because think about, like... <clears throat> I, I probably There's probably zero listeners of this podcast that, like, go to rodeos regularly. But, like... But when you... I, I love going to rodeos. So... I mean, I watch these guys and sometimes they're fucking off in like two seconds. And I, and I think to myself, I'm like, I wonder like if they knew where like that happened, like, because each bull has like certain tendencies of like what they do and shit like you that. You get multiple like, runs at like skiing in the Olympics, right? Snowboarding. You get multiple <laughs> runs. Yeah. 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 So, you know, what's funny. I always wanted to, um, I always wanted to try riding a bull. I was like, what if I could make it to the, to the PBR and instead of a cowboy hat, I was up there with like a Bruins baseball hat on or something. And then when they were about to let him go, I'd spin it around backwards like that over the top movie. And I'd be like, let him go. Let him go. That was, <laughs> Just that to see my name with like Boston. And everybody's like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> what's, your, what's your number one? My number one's first date. Mm. I think your first date should go. You should get three whacks at it. And the girls and guys. It could be bad for either one, and I think I think it should be best of three series best because of three nerves. Series. You know, no matter. So you go in knowing that you automatically have two. Yeah. Right, and I just think it would relieve a lot of pressure. So there you go. That's a good one. Uh, My bachelor, wife actually endorsed that one. Um, bachelor party. There you go. Same thing. I think you obviously have your bachelor party, but then you can also throw anywhere between two and six more. <laughs> Throughout the course of your life, you gotta wait until enough people get arrested. <laughs> Throughout the course of your life, though, you spread them out. So, like, if you're oh. married, oh, so like, like, every, like every like five years, you get a weekend with the boys. I like that. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, and that way your bachelor party can elevate. Like your first ones, like Vegas <laughs> and Nashville, like just going hoopy. Then as you get older, it's like. You know what? We're gonna go deep sea fishing down the keys for a long weekend, you know, or what, something like that. Yeah. What what about giving or receiving presents? What do you mean? Best of three. So, like I have to get somebody a present, I give it to them, they don't like it. I have two more opportunities, give me the present oh, back. Like and, uh, or you get a present, you're like, nah, let's run that one back. I like that. Although I will say, and my wife yells at me every Christmas, I fucking rock at giving gifts. Do you? Oh, yeah, I'm fantastic at it. I go no gift cards. I'm a no gift card guy. I don't do gift cards either. I feel like gift cards is an easy way out. Yeah. What What's like your, do you have a number one gift that you gave to somebody that you'll always remember where you're like, that's the best one? Uh, actually, it was my father-in-law last year. It's, well, I don't know if it's the best one, but it's a really good one. And I'm sure I forgot something else. But um, so he went to Dartmouth, you know, University mm -hmm. of Dartmouth. And <coughs> We were up there, you know, like my, we talked about my, uh, 420 number one wandering through the antique mall high as shit. Yeah. Well, he, he does the same thing. Not high. Well, he might be, high. I don't think he's high. Uh, he does the same thing. And he talked about some things that he found that he couldn't find. Right. Cause the place is a fucking Warren's nest, a fucking rat's nest. So again, focused in high as shit, paying attention. I found the things he was missing except for one. I couldn't find one of them. So I went online and I found them on eBay. It was like these historic postcards that fold out. Have you ever seen? They're old. Okay. And I found it for them. They're from like the 30s. And they're all stuff. And there was, it was four things, all very much like he was like super into. And I got them all. 
and I gave it to him in a box this year for uh, Christmas. He was fucking pumped. That's yeah, a good one. Home run. I mean, don't get me wrong. I spoil the shit out of my daughter and get her great. Yeah. But that one was really good. Yeah, there's always like one that like stands out. Yeah, he really liked that. Yeah, you? Uh so it was Mother's Day um, during COVID. My dad had already passed. And uh, for Mother's Day, my mom and my dad and like my mom still does. She watched a show called Heartland. Have you ever seen it? Mm-mm. It's it's like a fucking like family like horse show in like Canada, and it's like it's fictional. And like there's a main character, and my mom loves horses, so she always fucking watches this. So for Mother's Day, I reached out to the head character on that show on Cameo, and like, hey, just want to let you know, no, my, mom lo- my mom loves your show. Uh, she's a nurse in the ICU, and it helps her get it through. And she gave my mom one of the coolest video messages like really? of all time. And like to this day, if my mom has a bad day, she just pulls that video up on her phone. That's awesome. So that, that was, but it sucks when you do something that big. Cause then like the next year you're like, fuck, like what the, what do I do now? <laughs> I had a buddy who years ago, his thing on like, I was like four or five dates <laughs> in, he would take away the girl for a weekend. And I'm like, bro, that's super early. He's like, it's a test, man. I guess. Like, what? He's like, yeah, if she doesn't make it through that weekend. And he would go out with these girls and he would take them away for a weekend. And he'd come back and be like, what happened to Susie? He'd be like, she didn't make it through the weekend. We're like, all right. It must <laughs> be my- nice to have that much money where you're just doing weekend fucking trips every couple weeks. Well, I mean, you just drive up to New Hampshire or something and go look at the leaves or something stupid, you know? It's it's, it's a good idea. Uh, that, was his, that was his move. And that was a good three stars. You just really have to think about that. Yeah, I'm sure I'll think of better ones after the fact, but yeah, I it just just think about it though, because there's nothing better than a, than a playoff series. There really isn't, and so like the like overtime in the NFL, it's just boom, oh, and it's over. Yeah, like like is there not is there not more time? You know, yeah. do we not come line up again? And just think with all the planning and the X and O's and the technical aspect of these sports. How great it would be to have another shot at you know, bro. Could you imagine like only in playoffs, but field goals? It was best of three or like best of five. So if, like you kick a field goal, you have to do it three times, and you got to go at least two for three for the three points to count. I think a better way, a better way in the NFL, would just be get rid of the field goals in playoffs. But think, yeah, but dude, like, how much pressure does one guy under when you're doing that shit? Right, it's the whole game on one guy. Well, let's say it's best of three in the first one you miss. How oh, loud the crowd right would there. be? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that'd be good. Well, listen, if anyone else has other things that should be series, please let us know. Reach out to TMS. I, uh, I'm pumped. Oh, hey, do you want to talk about the bracket? Uh, go for it. Isn't that open to anyone who wants to take a whack at it? Yeah, if they want. I don't know if we've sent it out yet, but yeah, we can do that. Well, I thought we sent it out. I thought Disco did. Maybe, yeah, he might have. I'll, I'll yeah. check into it. I'll look into it. But boys and girls, whoever the fuck's listening, it's fucking When we say hockey. guys, we mean non-gender specific. It's fucking playoff hockey. All genders love playoff hockey. We're, we're fucking, yeah. we're ready to go. We're wheeling and dealing. Um, fuck, man. I can't wait for next week's podcast just to talk about what the fuck's going on. Unless the Rangers are down 0-2, then I'm... <laughs> Won't be it won't be a pretty sight for me. Let me tell you about so it. So next week, I guess we leave off Bruins and Rangers, and we just talk about every series as best we can. I I can't fucking wait. No, I'm talking Rangers. <laughs> I was trying to avoid you talking Rangers. I'm you fucking talking. more stats. <laughs> that, that's, that's, thank thank you to NHL.com for those stats. By the way, that was that. Was I just idea. hope. I just hope that Tomas Noshek 
lights it up in the playoffs first round just to drive Hal up a wall. It's going to – what, like, is there, like, a storyline to you that is more compelling than the others? About the Bruins? Any team in the playoffs. Well, I think some teams have definitive pressure on them. I think Edmonton has a lot of pressure on them. I think Toronto has a lot of pressure on them. I mean, Tampa Bay, two in a row, you're playing with house money, right, in theory? Can you imagine if they won a third? Oh, I, I don't think that'll happen. Oh, it could. Who fucking knows? I think Colorado's got a lot of pressure on them. And you look at the teams that don't have pressure, right? Minnesota's got no pressure. Bro, I just want to win a series. Like, obviously, I want the Rangers to win the Cup. Yeah. Give me one series. What's your what, – on the bracket, what was your Cup final? Oh, yeah. We can kind of go through that really, really quick. So, I uh, – I don't have my whole thing in front of me, but I can remember most of it. All right, so <clears throat> Rangers Hurricanes. I I hate the Hurricanes. I picked the Canes, which sucks. But yeah. like, I don't. Right now, I don't envision the Rangers as like a Stanley Cup fucking favorite or anything like that. But they got great goaltending, and I, I fucking that that's heart and soul, especially playoff time. So if um, if Anderson plays, yeah. And then so and then I had Tampa and Florida, and I picked Tampa. Yeah. I had Colorado and St. Louis. I picked uh, Colorado. And then I had Calgary, Edmonton. I picked Calgary. And then Calgary Avalanche, I picked Calgary. Lightning Hurricanes, I picked Hurricanes. And then I, I have the Calgary Flames win the Stanley Cup. Shout out to Southpaw. Wow. I I would love to be able to pull this up on my phone, but I don't have the technology. I'm going to go by off my head. I went uh, Rangers, Lightning. You have the Rangers beating the Bruins next round? No, no, no. Rangers, Rangers, Lightning was the next matchup, right? No, it'd be it's Rangers versus the winner of Bruins and the Hurricanes. Oh, then I have the I have the Bruins winning, the Rangers winning, then the Bruins beating the Rangers, and on the other side it was Florida, Tampa, Florida, Florida beating um, Tampa or Toronto, Florida beating Tampa. <clears throat> so then it was it was Bruins, Florida, Bruins in the final. And the other way, hey, dude, of course. And then the other way it was, uh, I don't remember how we got there, but it was Calgary Bruins, my dream Stanley Cup final. And then the Bruins take it. <laughs> See, does that make me a bad fan that I don't have the Rangers taking it? No, I, I just, I, I can't. I, I mean, listen, if, the, if, if, if Massachusetts had legal gambling, because we're only about legal gambling. Uh, if Massachusetts had legal gambling, I would probably put money on a variety of teams. But if you said you have to bet on one team right now, I, I'm going to go with the Bruins, even though I think there are other teams, there are other teams with better chances just because I want to bet on the Bruins because I want to watch the Bruins at Chairmont. Right. You know, so. All right, man. Well, time to do that hockey brownie. What else you got? Well, listen, if, if my dream comes true and it's Bruins Calgary in the finals, Maybe I'll go out to the Saddle Dome, stay with Jenks, and maybe I can meet that glorious back with Jerome McGinley. God bless you, wherever you are. Maybe I'll see you for game – well, the Calgary would have home ice, so I'll see you for game seven at the Saddle Dome, Iggy. We can sit together. I can have my hand in your lap the whole game. It'll be great. Uh, <laughs> He's never going to come on the podcast. That one got away from me a little. Sorry. Well, we thank everybody for tuning in. I'm pumped As up. always. But, um, yeah, so we will talk to you guys. Enjoy game two, buddy. I'm pumped. I'll take pictures. All right, All right. see you guys. See ya.